You want to start this one off? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm Connor. Correct. All right. So today, in uh, honor or in fear of the One Piece live action. That's a good way of putting it. Yep. Uh, we decided to talk about all these different manga and anime live action adaptations. And uh, that's, true. that's just that's all there is to it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, something awoken in you <laughs> when we decided we were going to do this. Yep. Uh, I thought we were going to do something similar to like the video game movies episode mm-hmm. where we each bring like 15. Yeah. And we've both seen some of them, but some of them only one of us has seen. You have like 50. <laughs> Almost. My goal was 50, but I was eventually like, I was broken. I had to stop watching them. I but I have nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is your episode, man. I'm sweet. Let's do it. But I'll I'll try to talk where I can. Including including <clears throat> comments and, and suggestions like this. Uh, I, w- I would like you to tell me about... Oh, also, an apology, mostly on my end, less on yours, I think, for how much I'm going to butcher some of these Japanese names. That's okay. I would like you to tell me about uh, Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, those movies. You can start by telling me how it's actually pronounced. Okay, uh, Nudoni Kenshin is a samurai thing. Or uh, I think the original thing was also called Samurai X. Like, was one of the English name changes. Cool. Yeah, I watched these movies. There's five of them. The closest thing I can compare them to is probably like Pirates of the Caribbean, but with samurai instead of pirates. That sounds cool. It, It was actually super sweet. And there's like the first one is this movie, and it's like kind of this story, even though it doesn't have a complete ending. But then the next two are like a part one and part two, and that's the trilogy. But then it's like if the fourth Pirates was the best Pirates movie, and as also like a finale movie. And then it's like if the fifth Pirates movie was following Young Jack, but actually also one of the best. It was incredible. The music is also amazing. I would just like to say. How does it Extremely compare epic. to the pirate score? Pirates of the Caribbean. That's pirates. I mean, it's pirates. Come on. <laughs> so not quite, but still amazing? Yeah, still amazing. Cool. I've actually been watching the new anime as it's been releasing week to week. And I do feel bad in saying this, but <laughs> these are the only movies that I will say this for. But I think that they're actually, I like them more than the anime. And I, I feel bad in saying that because it's like, I can, I can it's feel blasphemy. The, the fire already. <laughs> yeah. It's something about if I was given the choice between a really well animated sword fight scene and a really well choreographed sword fight scene, I'm going to pick the choreographed sword fight scene. They're yeah. so smooth and watching watching them go to work with these swords is like incredible in these movies. And um, in the fourth one, the, the bad guy is played by Makenyu, who's going to play uh, Zoro in the new One Piece show. And I was like, I had watched some other stuff with him in it for this episode. Where I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is going to suck. But but watching this movie like kind of brought all those, yeah, like, that confidence back. Yeah, especially with his sword. He, dude, his talent. It was incredible. <laughs> but yeah, I loved him. What can you say? Sweet. Yeah. What else did you watch? What else did I watch? All right, well, we talked about something good. I say let's move on to something bad. And on the topic of McKenyu, I want to talk about the Full Metal Alchemist movies. All right. Uh, there's three of them on netflix <sighs> yeah they they're they're trash <laughs> I, I don't know also to say i don't know how else to say it 
but they're they're just bad. I haven't actually seen the anime yet. It's 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 on my list, but it's it's one of those that I'm just never in the right mind to watch. So I just and I feel like watching these movies probably didn't help you. You know, like, yes and no. I need to see it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But man, they were so bad. And a a a big problem with some of these movies is the the cosplay feel. From like they just look like they're in cosplay. The dude has like a blonde wig, and it just does not go with his face at all. It's like it looks so bad. Also, CGI is awful, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. They're just they they suck. What what's something you've seen? All right, everything that I am bringing into this, you have also seen. Yes, but I think now's a good time to talk about Speed Racer. <laughs> oh yes, I saw this when it came out in theaters many a day ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it <laughs> and you know what I, I think a lot of it holds up from when it came out to now the movie has its haters oh oh yeah and i think some of it is people who think that every live action anime adaptation is awful mm-hmm. and also there's people who just didn't enjoy this for some reason yeah but this movie just oozes with fun <laughs> and i really like the races in this movie i think they look really cool specifically and it's like you'd ha you had to nail this, mm-hmm. but when his car breaks down the final race and he like feels that he knows what to do and he jump starts his car and just flies to the finish, yeah. And the end, just the whole screen like turns into like swirling and everyone's screaming in like excitement. That's a good moment, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's probably difficult to to bring anime elements and put it onto live action. Oh, absolutely. But at that, even you can tell that some people just aren't even trying that hard. Oh in yeah, a lot of these. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big problem. But and I'm I'm not so bold to say that Speed Racer looks like anime just put right on the screen, but it has a lot of that cartoonish wild, charm, wild visual yeah. style. Oh yeah, like when the kid and the monkey are watching the anime on screen. <laughs> And then they're just, they've inserted themselves into the anime. Yeah. It's so good. And the kid is mouthing the Japanese words. I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I also think that for the haters, they'll also talk about how bad it looks in terms of green screen and CGI. But I I think that some movies just have bad CGI, have bad green screen. But I, I actually will say that something about this feels intentional. Like every bad shot, I'm like, this kind of works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I I kind of enjoyed it. Or just how they were moving around in that that green screen CGI atmosphere and how like awkward it was. Like yeah. when they're when they're driving in the car and there's the people on like the the scooters like driving around by them I'm like wow that looks awful. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just worked. Yeah, look, if you don't like this movie, whatever. It's but, pretty inoffensive. But I can't don't waste your time being offended or angry. Especially with Speed at Racer. At the existence of this, right? <laughs> and it's Speed Racer. I mean, maybe your favorite anime is Speed Racer. Go sorry. for it. Yeah, it, it sorry if it, it is, but you're a rarity. <laughs> Which one on your list has uh, the worst CGI? Oh, see, that's that's <laughs> difficult. Because, especially with the Japanese ones, they're, they're just, it's awful. Wait, with... Were there any that just were like really, it just hurt you? It's not like, oh, we, the budget wasn't there. It was like, oh. You just didn't even try. <laughs> yes. The Death Note movie. Um, the American one? No. The Japanese one. Really? Yeah. And and this movie, I was watching it. I'm like, I love this because I can use this for more arguments about all the haters for Shin Ultraman. who are like, yeah, the CGI is not good. I'm like, just watch Death Note. 
and you'll be like, oh my goodness, this is like, Shin Ultraman's like, like Thanos level, like good CGI <laughs> compared to the the Death Note movie. Oh, Duke looks so gross. Every, like, uh, just every time he's on screen, I'm like, I get it, right? It's, it's, it's from Japan, who, which the, the Jap- Japanese film industry struggles with CGI. And it's 2006, right? So it's not super early, but like, you know, so it's like, whatever, but but you can't forgive it's, it. It's brutal. Like, <laughs> completely brutal. And a guy gets off a bus and gets hit by a car. It's I so funny. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but watching it's just like a... <laughs> oh my goodness, that looks so amazing. No. Sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastic, amazing. The movie aside, was it was, it was actually pretty good. Okay. <laughs> a, a very, <laughs> the movie itself, I was like, a very good adaptation. I haven't watched the show, but I read the manga. Not all of it, I confess, but... Every everything that this movie covers, I've read. Cool, and they did a good job. You know, part of it is about like light and L's kind of game with each other. They did that really well. So that was a pretty good movie. But it just the the Shinigami walking around and throwing apples in the air and eating them. I'm like, stop it, stop it. What was the <laughs> apple? Three thousand years of longing animation where it moves super. Three thousand years of longing. That was that's good compared to this. Oh dear, <laughs> it's like oh, get that's this off the ball. screen. Luckily, he's not in it all the time, but it's that's probably some of the worst CG I've ever seen. Movie was good though, which is that's funny. All right, well, I have a feeling I know where this is going. Tell me about the other Death Note movie <laughs> that you watched. What do you have? You seen the Death Note movie? I think I saw the first ten minutes. Okay, what did you think of the first ten minutes? I remember that he got a book, and there was a a spirit with a creepy big smile. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So this this movie was directed by Adam Wingard, who did Godzilla vs. Kong. And everyone's like, I can't believe that he would produce a masterpiece like Godzilla vs. Kong and a terrible movie like Death Note. And I'm like, you are just too far in both directions there, buddy. <laughs> the Death Note 2017 is talked about like it's the worst anime adaptation of all time. It's not. It's not good, though. But, okay, here's the thing. It changes so much stuff. And I'm not one to be mad about changes, because I think that there should be changes, because otherwise, why the heck am I wasting my time with this, watching the exact same thing? How something utilizes the best in anime, you should utilize the best that you have in like live action, what you can catch with the camera, but they they just don't, which is fine. I guess, whatever, you know? Yeah. Light's whiny. He's he's just super whiny, and he, he's miserable, and it's like, this isn't this isn't interesting. He's also such a bad actor, which honestly made re- it really funny sometimes. <laughs> When the, the Shinigami shows up for the first time, he just screams like a little girl and falls over. It's like, you know, I like it. <laughs> Not in a good way, though. But what they do with the the death god is they hide him in the shadows for every shot because they're too scared of the CGI. And I was disappointed. But then when I watched the Japanese one, I'm like, why didn't you do that? <laughs> but it was also really funny because there's lots of uh, like needle drops, like, you know, pop songs or whatever. Yeah. That are just so awkwardly placed, and it makes it really funny. However, the one thing that they do really well is they have Willem Dafoe as the the Death God, and he kills it. And that I'm like, about right. I'm like, honestly, he kills it. He does such a good job that I'm like, if there if the English dub of Death Note had Willem Dafoe, I would watch it. Yeah, over the Japanese just because it's Willem Dafoe. He's so good. But is yeah. he really hamming up like that Green Goblin voice? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, big time. But yeah, that's that's the that's the only thing the movie had going for it was funny acting and needle drops, and then Willem Dafoe's great acting. Yeah, 
That's about yeah. it. <laughs> well, let's talk about one that's worse that I have seen. Uh-oh. Okay, I have... Oh, like, I think I know. <laughs> I have an argument, and actually, like, if I get around to ever making a YouTube channel, this will be one of my first videos. It, it really annoys me when people talk about kids' movies, mm-hmm. especially when they use it in a way that doesn't work. I think that more of them should be called family movies. This next pick, I actually am going to be bold enough to say that it is a kids' movie because I found enjoyment in it as a child, uh, and now I... I can't find that anymore it's dragon ball i know you guys evolution say that. <laughs> uh wow that's one of those movies like everyone has that fear of like movies and shows that you watch when you were a kid that you're gonna come back to it when you're growing up and, and realize that it was bad the whole time this is one of those movies it's garbage it's it's so bad yep yeah <laughs> and and i have not seen the anime that's true for like almost everything <laughs> uh that's okay so this isn't me coming in with my expectations of what it should be you know this is just a bad movie yeah like with, without, it, without any context of anything outside of this no good no the, the fighting like looks weird like this is one of those things where it's like okay we're gonna like we're gonna bring in the anime mm-hmm. but you brought in like all the weird parts that wouldn't translate well yeah this movie's brutal although i did write down a line because i thought it was so good because i'm like J.J. Abrams, you watched this movie when you wrote Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it was, now Piccolo has somehow escaped. I'm like, brilliant. <laughs> just brilliant. Amazing. Oh, the other thing is, <laughs> and this is beyond just being in this movie, but this is one of the movies where adults are writing the roles of teenagers. Yeah. And have completely forgot what it was <laughs> like to go to high school yeah. when they were in high school. Like, Goku shows up on his bike, and then some guy just flattens his bike with a very expensive car, and he's like, didn't see it. That's not how... that It's not a thing. No. You don't wreck your First car. of all, yeah, you don't wreck your car. <laughs> Second, no one does that. <laughs> and the way that they talk, and, and that god-awful love story. <laughs> yeah. None of it is... Not that Dragon Ball is real. But it's so strange <laughs> that all this high school stuff, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It's awful. What did you think of the final fight, though? Terrible. I loved it so much. <laughs> because it was terrible. But because... When when Goku turns into the American werewolf from yeah. London, but it's bad CG instead of yeah. a week and a, or a month of meticulously planned practical effects. Yeah. yeah. I'd honestly say, you should you don't watch this movie. It's a waste. But you need, if you are an anime fan in any way, or just not even, you just need to watch that final battle. Just just find it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Just watch it. It's incredible. The Kamehameha is the best part of the whole movie. It's so good. In all the worst ways possible. Yes, it's, it sucks. I'm ready to move on. You, you want to <laughs> move on? Okay. Um, Tell me about Orange. I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about this. Orange sucks. <laughs> it's this girl, and like her future self sends her a letter to save a guy in her high school. And then there's this weird thing. And then they're like, oh, there's two timelines the whole time. And it's like, that just, just sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, this movie sucks. This. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. There's not much about it. It's just. The whole time I was watching it, I'm like, you know, we could uh, wrap this up. And it's over two hours. It's like, oh my, my goodness. I have a times two speed option here. 
Like I, I got I got to get through this movie. Nope. Okay. How about <laughs> <laughs> one that's higher on your list here? Uh, and and you you watch this earlier in the year. QT Honey. Oh yeah. That's Ano. Ano Hideaki. Um, that was a '70s anime, which I haven't seen, and that's okay. I don't really care. But I watched this movie for Shin Comrider, which I was glad I did because it had lots of references and stuff. And now I get to finally talk about it. Uh, it is a really weird movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think in all the best ways possible, though, because and and the closest thing I can compare it to is probably. Austin, nope, not Austin Powers. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and that kind of feel where you're like, right. you're like, oh, this is a live action comic book movie, right? I'm watching some like this is, this is live action anime, and like literally, this is the only movie on this list that's actually live action anime because they take she like does a flip or has like a sword and is like swinging it, and what they do is she's in the air and they have like stills of the frames, yeah, so it. It's like stop motion, but she's live action. She did the pose and everything. And I'm like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. CGI is just brutal because they blew all their budget on the opening scene. <laughs> that's not being me being a joke, joking. That's 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 what happened. They they set up a bunch of explosions on a boat and they're like, we don't have any money left over. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. It's actually, it, it feels like it would be like, oh, this is so bad that it's great. But it's also just kind of great <laughs> in a really weird way, though. Yeah. So this is about middle of your list. Yeah. On Letterbox, we'll plug it at the end. Uh, but you would recommend that people watch this. Uh, it depends on the person. <laughs> I wouldn't be like some person. I'm like, have you watched Cutie Honey? Oh, you gotta watch Cutie Honey. But it's like, do you like Ano? Watch Cutie Honey. Do you like live action anime? Or do you watch live action anime? <laughs> you should watch it because it's not a bad experience. Or if you just like anime or Japanese cinema. But I wouldn't go over to my my friend and Jonah and be like, "Hey, you need to watch this now." He would probably hate this movie so much. But it all depends. It's it's a very specific kind He's of. He's gonna listen to this episode now and watch it out of, probably. Out of spite. <laughs> like, how dare you think I'll hate this? Yeah, I mean the English dubs on YouTube. Then he'll hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about what, what at least of the ones that I've seen, is probably the least feeling anime inspired. We're going to talk about Edge of Tomorrow, or as some people call it, Live, Die, Repeat, which I never liked that title. Is that an anime or a manga it's based on? It's based on a manga called All You Need Is Kill. That's a awesome name i know right <laughs> i'm like that's awesome why'd you change it that's so sick uh, like you see that in a bookstore you're like yeah i'll, I'll, I'll buy that <laughs> yeah uh this is my favorite tom cruise movie because tom cruise gets to i get to watch him die <laughs> again and again and again yeah uh i think the cg in this movie really rocks it does i like the neck suits oh yeah uh they were smart enough to not put a helmet over the actors because, like, only three movies in Hollywood have ever done a face with the glass, <laughs> yeah, you know, behind a glass-covered helmet. Well, 
uh, I like the way the mechs look. I like the aliens and how they're kind of like almost like venom oozy, but mm-hmm. also there's like spikes and that kind of come out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I think the movie's actually formatted really well. I think they have oh, yeah. fun with like the fact that this is a threat. Like these mm-hmm. aliens are not messing around, but also we can have some fun and make some jokes. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Cruise will just get hit by a car before he even gets to the war scene yeah. and wake up and be like, oh shoot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And like me personally, I'm just, I'm kind of a sucker for like really well done, like time loop stories. Yeah. And this one's very well done and it's very enjoyable. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of duds in that in that genre. Oh yeah, the, way more than there are good ones. But that's probably true. Yeah, uh, I also think Emily Blunt's really good in this movie. I think having her be someone who's had this experience before, mm-hmm. and and that relationship that forms between her and and Tom, I think it actually works well. Yeah. Uh. Like half of the movies that I've seen, I think the final fight's a little too dark. Mm-hmm. We're, you know what? Hey guys, we can have an end of a movie take place in the daytime. Like, no. do you, do you know that? No, <laughs> not in the dark with two light bulbs in a football field. You know, yeah. <laughs> but it still is pretty good. It was. It was pretty good. Yeah, this is good. Good pick, and yeah. this is one. You, I, I would you, recommend, you recommend to yeah. kind of anyone. Oh yeah, just talk about assassination classroom. That's the one with the the yellow happy face. Yep, nice. Uh, not Watchmen though. No, not Watchmen. Not not the button. He's an alien. That's a person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or wow, yeah. there's two of them. Was like a part one and part two thing. Apparently, they're pretty good adaptations of the story. So, I think I just don't like the story. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, not my thing. Uh, and basically, what it is, is the premise is there's an alien who's like, I destroyed the moon, and I'm going to destroy the world. But I have made a deal with the government that I'm not going to destroy the world until March, whatever. But I have to teach high school. So if, and if anyone's going to kill me, it's going to be these high schoolers, but he's like super speed and everything. So they can't, but they're just whipping out guns all the time during class to kill him. And then they like form a connection and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> also, the CGI is, is, is pretty bad too. Although again, it's like for, for uh, studios that aren't great with CGI, it's like, let's just pick the ones that need the most CGI. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like what are you doing which isn't as bad as other movies on this list which I can move to now unless you want to talk about Assassination Classroom anymore that I haven't seen I'm just baffled that that's not I thought that was like a logo no that's an actual person yep you can move on <laughs> <laughs> anyway as I just said not as badly as other ones that need all the CGI which is Parasite with a Y Parasite with a Y, yep. This is part one and part two. The movies weren't bad. Like, they were fine, you know? The story's fine. What's well, the guy that's doing Godzilla Minus One? Oh, yeah, it was. Ah, I forgot about that. That's crazy. 
Anyway. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, they're, they're so CG heavy because, like, these parasites infect humans and they turn into these, well, they morph into these monsters with human shapes and stuff. Uh, and it, it looks just, it, it's awful, you know? It, and at this point, I, I'm just like, the CG's whatever. Even if it is bad, I can laugh at it. That's fine. But yeah, acting is mediocre. Not amazing. Oh, the the dude had like this, his hand is like this parasite and it's his friend, basically, who's just in pretty much every frame of the movie. <laughs> and it, it, it's really interesting seeing them try and make it look like a skin, skin texture on this guy, but it just looks like rubber. Oh, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, let's roll with the <laughs> CGI topic here. Uh, a movie that I have seen. Okay. How do you feel about the CG in Alita Battle Angel? I knew you were going to say that. All right. <clears throat> Wait, which CG? <laughs> There's various CG environments. Let's talk about the characters. The characters. Not good. I did not enjoy it. Um, when adapting an anime or manga into a live action, you got you got some rules, right? Rule number one is don't make them look like they have anime features. And the One Piece show is nailing it, right? You know, the, the Sanji's got the weird eyebrows. They, they took those out. You know what I'm saying? Usopp's got this Pinocchio nose. They took that out. Gave him a normal nose. Guys are on track. This one, they're like, what if we gave her anime eyes with the anime filter on Instagram or whatever? It's like, no. I, every time I looked at her, I was like, I hate this. This is so weird. Just stop. Yeah. But you enjoy the environments? Yeah, and this is the thing about some, if not lots of, the American or Hollywood live-action ones, is they usually nail the aesthetic in terms of, like, the world. But it's always, like, the narrative that they mess up. And Alita, they don't really mess up the narrative. From what I... I've only watched the OVAs, which is only, like, basically what this movie covers. But there's more of the story. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just don't do it. But apparently they want to make a second one, but I don't think they're going to get another one. But but yeah, the world itself is like, it looks pretty good. Uh, I, I myself do not mind the characters. I think Alita looks fine. Uh, I also, what's his name? The dude where it's just his face. And he's got a spike on his chin. Spike on his chin? Laid by... Ed Skroin, Zapan or Zappin. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought I thought I liked his look, and I also liked the part of the movie when his face gets taken off and he's just now completely a robot. Yeah. Oh well, well, like that stuff I thought looked fine. Yeah. I'm just mainly mainly, mainly talking about Alita. That was like. Uh... Uh, I think Christopher or Christoph Waltz is particularly interesting in this movie. Because I, I feel like his age is showing. Like, he moves, like, slow, but he's supposed to be, like, the best honey bounty hunter mm. with, like, a sword and everything. Uh, but also, it's Christoph Waltz, so his charm will win me over any day. Oh, he was great in this movie. Uh, the worst part of this movie is when it's almost over and you realize, oh, <laughs> they're not going to the city in the sky in this movie, are they? No. And you're like, oh, dear. And then her boyfriend runs up the pipe and then gets chopped to bits by the saw. And I never cared about him in the first place. Yeah. 
And then you're like, oh, well, at least this movie's almost over. Is that Ed Norton? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ed Norton. Cred- oh, what? 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 <laughs> and then it is. And I think you probably were. I think they're not going to make another one. And I am simultaneously fine with that, but also, like, a little upset because I kind of want to see what Ed Norton would have been like. Well, yeah, that was, like, the only reason I was like, <laughs> I hope this doesn't get another one because I'm not enjoying this movie too much. Ed Norton? What? Okay, let's get. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, th- this, you know, tying it back to that video games episode, this is just like Warcraft for me, where it's like, <laughs> it's the first third of a movie, and then they just said, okay, we're going to end it now, and I think they dropped the ball. Yeah. I think overall it's fine, but they really butchered that ending. Yeah. Well, like the OVAs, they're on like the pipe, and that seems like incredible in the OVA. It was like the art. I love it. But the dude falls, and they're like down underneath the pipe like alita and yeah whoever the guy's name that christoph waltz plays and they're like oh he's dead and (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh but they they just didn't make more of that but the manga continues but i guess i just didn't want to do it i i genuinely (laughs) believe you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i opened up a list and it was like the best anime adaptations of all time the first thing on it was attack on titan and i went what (laughs) No one likes these movies. Well, that's not true. The first one has the guy that made that list. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) barely. Yeah, but in terms of adaptations, they they fail at everything. They they're really bad. I don't hate them, but I can't deny that they are pretty bad. Yeah. Um, something. The reason why I first watched them, and these are the only ones on this list that I've watched twice. Because when I first watched them, I watched them because it was uh, Shinji Higuchi who made them, who did Shin Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, sweet, I want to watch more of your work. And I watched that. I'm like, well, that was unfortunate that you did that. But that's okay. Because the special effects work is the Titans are like, it's basically a tokusatsu. They're in suits yeah. and they're fighting. That stuff's kind of cool. But, I mean, not enough to make me like, oh, these movies are good. But... And the music was Shiro Sagasu, who did Evangelion, and Shin Ultraman, and Shin Godzilla, and all that stuff. The music's great. But the thing is, they have the normal audio and sound effects at, like, a 10, and the music at, like, a 2. So it, like, barely breaks through every time. Even if it's, like, an epic soundtrack, it's like, why is this so quiet? Yeah. Yeah. So listening to the soundtrack on its own is like, oh, no, this music is great. Yeah, it's weird. But... Yeah, and it's like character names, some, because they do change a lot, and basic plot points of the first season. Like, there's a wall and it broke, and we want to fill it. That's it. (laughs) Everything else is different. (laughs) And, like, the backstory of everything is different, too. Because what happened was the manga ended, like, a couple years ago, but these movies came out in 2015. Yeah. They had no idea where the story was going, but they needed to finish it. So the Game of Thrones did. Yeah. So they're like, let's make up our own thing, which happens a lot. In fact, there's another one on this list I'll talk about that did that specifically, but did it well. But this one went, we, this is what we're doing. This is our story. And they couldn't have predicted where it goes because it's not even close. But then it's like, oh, that wasn't a terrible ending. And then there's an end credit scene. I was like, no, you didn't think you were making the third one, did you? That's brutal. But yeah. <laughs> Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, well, I, I, I feel sorry for anyone who understands my reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, me included. 
I'm sorry, buddy. I think the funniest change that they made, like just legitimately kind of funny, is this character called Levi in Attack on Titan, and he's he's the best, right? He's best boy Levi. We we love Levi. All right. Um, but they changed his name in this to I can't even remember. It was like Shikishima or something. And the reason that they changed it is because they thought this Levi will be too hard to pronounce for the Japanese actors. And I'm like, never mind that it was written by a Japanese person and they've been doing it for years in the anime. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't know, man. <laughs> what is that? But, but, they, they, but they kept Aaron Yeager. Who's like, well, obviously, right. They're like, <laughs> well, we can't change this name. It's not Japanese enough, but yeah, we'll leave Aaron Yeager. What? Because it was so close to, to, the Mark Wahlberg's character from Transformers Four <laughs> and Five. Yeah, and they they changed like Hanji to Hans. I'm like, what, for what purpose? It's weird. Huh. That stuff doesn't make me mad, and I'm happy that he's not Levi because he's he's just not. But it's it's weird, man. Anyway, let's talk about something better. Unless you want to talk about something bad again. Well, you can tell me how good or bad this is. This one came out this year. Oh. Zom 100. <laughs> Bucket list of the dead. Correct. Uh, tell me about it. I, I, I would love to. This one actually came out like a couple of weeks ago as of recording this episode. Or maybe last week. Yeah, it was last week. Anyway, it, w- it was an interesting experience because I've been watching the anime as it comes out. And it was only like four episodes in when this movie came out. Which I didn't even know it was coming out. And then it was Netflix, like, Zom 100. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, because sometimes what they do is they make an anime basically to promote the live-action movie. Just to make this more well-known. That's what happens. If they ever came in the same year, that's what it, that's what they were doing. Which is unfortunate. Oh, boy. Because they're both making the, their movie more well-known. But they're also kind of screwing themselves. Because they're like, hey, watch this anime so you can watch the movie. But every time they're like, watch the anime, which we actually cared about, and watch the movie, which seems like we don't care about it. But this movie wasn't actually that bad. But since I had only seen four episodes, I only knew like the first half of the movie. Um, which meant I didn't know where the story was going. So for the first half, I loved it. And I was like, this is not actually that bad. I'm really enjoying myself. And then I don't think it's a spoiler alert because it's on the poster. But then there's a shark zombie that has, like, 20 human legs and, like, chases them. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I hate this. This is not what I wanted from this movie. But, yeah, it it was fine. I'm uh, I'm realizing that there's not one on this other box list. Probably because they didn't consider it a limited series. I, I believe you finished this. Hmm? If not, I'll edit this out. Uh, did you finish the live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop? I did please <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay and you've seen the entire anime yes, as well yes yeah. i haven't seen the movie in a while which is interesting because the opening scene of the show live action was like basically their take on the opening scene of the movie which that was pretty fun um there, <laughs> <laughs> there are things that they do well and that they do poorly i'll start with something that they do well is casting John Cho as uh, Spike. Not everybody loves him as Spike. But me personally, I thought he nailed it. Right? 
I was like, you nailed the charm. I'm really enjoying myself with you. Um, and then, oh, what's his name? Mustafa Shakir played Jet, the other main character. He, he was even better than John Cho as the character. I was like, you nailed him, buddy. Nice. And every time they interacted, I'm like, this, you nailed, well, almost every time. Because <laughs> they do a thing where they're like, what if we make these characters hate each other for no reason? Like, like Arrow season six or something. You're like, gosh, dang it. But, really but, but hit a, you hit a nerve but, there. <laughs> but, 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 sorry. But before they do that, it's great. And I loved it. Uh, something they did poorly. Also casting. Uh, <laughs> the girl who plays Faye, uh, the, the female lead of the show. Uh, she sucks. There's purple hair, yellow suit, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you recognize that. I think so. Yeah. And, and they're like, what if... All right, when when they were when they were making the show, these are also the changes I didn't like. Is they were like, all right, what are we rolling with here? Okay, you know what, Cowboy Bebop, really artistic, really artistic, right? Art direction is some of the best I've seen, right? Like beautiful, beautiful. CW level cinematography, yeah, yeah, that's what we're <laughs> going for. That's what we that's what we want. Okay, so it's the original Cowboy Bebop. I think it's TV mature. That's like it has a higher rating. Why violence? Okay. What if we made most characters, every other word, drop F-bombs? Brilliant. For what reason? Like, is there a specific reason? So it can be the, TV mature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, they looked at the pile of Viagra in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what a minute, guys. <laughs> Hold on here. You know? I don't, just what, what if everyone was just extremely horny all the time? And it's like... TV mature. TV mature. <laughs> What if they were into a room where people were making drugs, right, for them? What if they were all naked? <laughs> Hear me out. This sounds realistic. What if? And then what if they, they just killed all of them, you know, and just, it was disgusting. And they were all naked and just, any reason? Not really. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> why, why is this happening? Um, and the bad guy of the show? in the anime shows up like three or four times and he's completely terrifying every time you see him this dude's like this dude's scary like holy crap and then this one they're like what if we put him in every other scene and what if he was whiny what if he had daddy issues what if he was just like a little a little baby the whole time i'm like this sucks (laughs) why would you do this but i did like some of the changes that they made they gave uh spike he was working with the syndicate, which is this other guy. And the bad guy's name is Vicious, right? So, like, when Spike was working with the syndicate, he probably had a, a syndicate name, right? Like Vicious or something. So they called him Fearless when he was working with the syndicate. And I'm like, I didn't mind that change because I, I, I get what you were going for there. Because, like, no one's name is Vicious. Yeah. It's a weird name. So, like, that's what they were thinking. Didn't mind it. Uh, they gave him a flashback episode of his time with the syndicate and working with Vicious because they were partners. And I'm like, I actually didn't mind that episode, even though it opened with Vicious talking to Fearless for like two minutes about how he, he shaves down there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is this dialogue? This sucks. And the finale episode, it, it was bad. And then they did the, the Arrow season six thing. And Jet's like, next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, this sucks. Why are you doing this? Um, There's also a fourth character fourth yeah besides i'm the dog uh the name is ed right this yeah. kid 
it became apparent that I was watching it. And I'm like, we're not doing that character, are we here? Interesting. That's kind of unfortunate. But then the last scene, Ed shows up as like a teaser for the next season. I went, thank goodness we didn't do that. That was <laughs> awful. It was so bad. My goodness. And uh, they wear goggles, right? But they look like they put them with duct tape like the when they were making them. Because they were not like straight on with the eyes. They were angled like with the face. I was like, oh boy. That looks bad. Yeah. It wasn't awful. They they brought the composer back to do the music, and that was great. Cool. They recreated the intro. That was fun. Um, yeah. Next, this is going to be a bit of fun, because we have not discussed these movies in person. What? Because I was waiting for the podcast. Uh, let's talk about Old Boy. Yes. And let's start <laughs> off with the 2003 one. Did you watch because, both? Because, quite frankly, it's pretty good. It's incredible. Okay, but no, I did you say <laughs> good, but very messed up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this movie is disgusting, the subject matter. It, it, it is very dark and twisted. It, oh yeah, but it's like, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's incredible. But, oh... Uh, you were talking about you know, I think they cast this movie really, really well. Oh my goodness, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not gonna even attempt any of the names <laughs> for your benefit, but the main character, Desu, uh, I thought he was incredibly captivating to watch. Oh my goodness. Uh, and the octopus scene. It's one of the most like controversial scenes. Oh yeah, especially because they he ate four. Yeah, and he was a was it a vegan or something? Oh boy! Like he he didn't eat meat or like animals or anything, and like they they took it very seriously. They're like, and he was like, you know, offering like words of you know comfort from people and like yeah. you know saying a little thing each time before he did it. I'm sorry, you know, this is for the movie, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was like, wow. But it's, as the movie was progressing, I'm realizing that as much as I've heard about this movie time and time again, I don't actually know what the twist at the end is, which is pretty incredible. Uh, and the way that they just lay out the clues, and bit by bit, as, as you get closer to the end, and you know that something's coming. Mm-hmm. Are we spoiling this on the podcast? Your call. No, I right. I would say let's not spoil it. But when because you... you should watch this movie of any movie, this is the one to watch. When you find out like what the bad guy has orchestrated, yeah, you go, oh wow, and especially finding out why he did it, mm-hmm. it's like this is blown way out of proportion. Yeah, <laughs> like. Oh my goodness! And the I'm not and, and uh, doing this without spoilers. The lead character's performance at, at, the, at that crucial moment mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the finale Oof. is I it's it's disgusting but incredible. Oh yeah, it's it's like devastating the this, this stuff that's happening that you're watching, and it's a certain thing that happens with the antagonist during a montage sequence 
not really a montage, but like a sequence of sorts after said thing. Mm-hmm. And the music is happening. It's cutting back and forth between these two times and he's inserted himself in this time and everything. And just the hand gestures he's making to the cuts of what's actually going on and everything. That sequence is like, oh my goodness. Like, the editing. Incredible. Well, and then the way the movie like actually ends, actually wraps up, the credits start rolling and I, I was like, huh. Because <laughs> it's a happy ending. No. But... <laughs> But it's not. But maybe it shouldn't be. It's it's yeah. It's a twisted movie. Oh yeah. But hey, well done. Mm-hmm. You can tell me your thoughts on <laughs> the Spike Lee remake. Did you watch it? I did. I want to know your thoughts first. I think you should go first. <laughs> okay. I think this movie's complete garbage. <laughs> I actually, I, I hated it so much because, and I'll take one scene, for example, um, the, the one shot hallway fight in comparison in, in the, the Korean one, it's, it's like, I was watching, I'm like, this is like one of the best fights I've ever watched. This is yeah. amazing. And then just in the remake. It's not it's not the same shot, right? It's like they're still kind of like going for the one shot kind of. Yeah. But they change it up a bit and just the camera movements, Josh Brolin's movements, everything is just so awkward. I'm like this honestly hurts to be watching this right now when I know that they're ripping off this other thing even though they said they weren't like no, we're not doing the Korean one, we're doing the manga, right? Cuz that's what they're going back to the original. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, buddy. Another comparison I'll make is that scene you're talking about with the main character. And his moment of stuff that's going on at, in that when, yeah final moments when the stuff he's doing, you're like, oh my goodness. And then Josh Brolin is doing that, but he's not. He just gets on. He's like, no, 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 please. No, no, no. Come on. No. I'm like, I hate this so much. Yeah. This sucks. And even how they, they sub out the that incredible sequence with the antagonist that I was talking about and how they film that and this, it's like, that was the most boring thing I've ever watched. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And even switching stuff with the antagonist story a bit. A bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I hate this. And then there's a very long scene in the movie with Josh Brolin and one Elizabeth Olsen. Then I'm like, all right, let's let's uh, let's skip this a bit. <laughs> Time's... T- uh, 10 seconds forward, 10 seconds forward, 10 seconds. It's still going 10 seconds forward. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this movie? Uh, I think it's not nearly as bad as a lot of people say. Comparison, there is none. Mm-hmm. It's the Korean one. But I also think that the 2013 Spike Lee one is, like, fine. But it is at its worst, I think, when it's trying to copy the Korean one. Like, I'll agree with you. When Josh Brolin freaks out at the end, it doesn't fit. And you can tell that he's trying to do what they did in the previous one. Yeah. Like, that's what he's going for. There are some elements of this that I think 
work. In the first one, the main character gets kidnapped. And you're like, what's going on? Why? Why why is he gone? And we're on that journey too. The American one opens with 15 minutes of Josh Brolin being a total dick to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And then he gets kidnapped. And he's trying to figure out who it is. And the difference here is in the Korean one, we don't really know that this guy should should have been kidnapped. No one should be kidnapped. But yeah. is there a reason why? I don't know. Josh Brolin, there's like 30 people who could lock him up and he'd be like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Sure. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a bad thing, but uh, we understand. And I think it's interesting that when you find out who who locked him up and why he did it, especially because they changed a pretty critical part about that backstory, where it's like, no, actually, you are bad and messed up. And he didn't really do anything to you. And yet, of all the people that could have justified locking him up for 20 years, you're, like, not the guy. Yeah. Uh, I think josh brolin is good when he's doing his thing it's whenever they try to mimic that korean performance like i think if they had just stuck with him being a very quiet and stoic individual the whole movie and keep those outbursts like either very little or or out of the movie i think it would change the movie entirely or just like not have those scenes feel so out of place when he tries to do it differently. Yeah. I had heard many times before the thing about the hallway fight and how the first one is a masterpiece and the second one is just absolute garbage. Uh, it's not that bad. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I hated it. I think it's weird that he gets stabbed in the back so late in the fight. At that point, you might as well just have not done that. But then, of course, you need the wound on his back for, like, three more plot points. But, yeah. Again, comparison, there is none. But also, it's a fine fight scene. And the thing is, when I was reading the reviews, everyone talks about the movie as... Oh, it doesn't even compare to the to the original. You know, get out of here. But no one... Like, I read probably 200 reviews. And none of the negative ones said anything about the movie by itself just that it didn't compare it to the original. I think if you watched them 2013 and then 2003, you can enjoy the story twice. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like saying uh, you should be okay with the terrible version as long as you watch it first. It's like, no, just don't make a terrible version. It's not that terrible. It sucks. It's existence. Yeah. insults me. What else insults you from your list? What else insults me? Um, I honestly don't know if there's anything that insults me. Well, that... What was the third last one? Something Butler? Blood oh, Butler? Black Butler. Black Butler? Ugh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, this is going to be brief. This is like a, a horror thriller thing where the butler's like, I'm a demon butler and I protect someone. And then it's like, wow, this sucks. And it's just acting's bad. Um, I don't remember there being much CG, so that was fine. There was a bit, but it, it was just like, 
there's there's not there's no way to describe it besides this movie just sucks. Just the very essence of it just kind of sucks, right? <laughs> like the pacing is terrible, cinematography's boring, music's boring. Like I said, the acting was pretty bad. Action was bad. The horror vibes that they were going for was just like this is just not it. I don't know how else to say it. It had nothing landed, and it was like two hours. I was like, this. Is, these, these movies are too long. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't right. like it. You're frowning. Put a smile on your face. Okay. Uh, tell me about Fist of the North Star. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fist of the North Star. This it, is no, the... Actually, I just, let me do this first. Okay. Uh, okay. We, I do suggest that you would follow us on Letterboxd and Area Reviews, but I'm going to read Luke's review to you right now, okay? This is not my words. This is Luke's words. If I could give five stars to any one-star movie, it would be this one. That deserves an extra star for enjoyment alone. This movie is so bad in all the right ways. Every now and then it becomes a little boring, but it's mostly chock full of hilariously bad acting and action, as well as stereotypically overly dramatic music. I had an absolute blast, but I just wish Sylvester Stallone paid Kinshiro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would, Sly would have been perfect in this movie. Yeah, but... I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but there is no other better comparison, but it's the room of live action anime. It's it, it like, I don't know if I've seen a worse movie, like to, on a technical level, like this movie is just complete garbage. It's so amazing. Um, <laughs> so hilarious. Uh, what, what the main characters is like martial arts, right? It's, you know, it's great. And what he does, he's like hits all the pressure points of this dude. And makes them basically explode or morph and deform and then die. Um, so how they decide to capture this is like, you know, it's just he's just going ham like like a slap fight. Basically, he's just like no, no um, organization or structure or s- technique to his fighting. He's just punching gen- in the general direction of forward as fast as he can. And it all looks so bad spamming in the video game <laughs> yeah that's what it's like oh my goodness it's just it's so funny you didn't watch it did you no it's a shame it's a shame i i said old boy was the one that you should watch like audience but fist of the north star is number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just ironically amazing yeah it's just hilarious the acting was just some some of the worst acting i've ever seen i loved it so much <laughs> yeah, they yeah, nailed rape, it. Rape on the list, another 2023 release. Uh, tell what? me if I, uh, I was actually going to watch this one last night, but then I fell asleep at 6 and didn't wake up till like 11, by which time it was just point time to go to bed. That, that's so. okay. Uh, Knights of the Zodiac. Knights of the Zodiac. It's based on the anime, maybe manga, don't know. Didn't uh, and, and the cast, because we, we, it came out in our theater, so they, we got to see some pre-show stuff. Uh, they... Uh, claim that they let the anime inspire this movie and they brought in as many elements as they could. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched. I didn't even know that this was an anime. The Saint Seiya or whatever. Did it feel like an anime? It felt like an anime adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> Take that out, you will. Um, yeah, and this is McKenyu playing Zoro in One Piece. He's the lead of this movie. And now this... I actually have a face to put to yeah. the... And this was the the first one that I watched with him in it. And I went, 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, say it isn't so. Yeah, it, it was really bad. And, and I was like, please, this, you, it, it has to be, it's not just a bad actor, right? It's a bad director, bad script, all that stuff. And luckily that's the case because he did a great job in other things. But I just, this movie, here, it's the most mediocre to bad movie. Because the acting's pretty bad. Sean Bean is mediocre. Um, I can't remember if he dies or not, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but, yeah, just ev- everything about it is just... It's made in the most mediocre way possible. With some pretty bad acting. It's like, well... That was a movie that I don't necessarily regret watching. Because I could talk about it, but... But you're never going to watch it again. I'm I'm not... I don't regret not going to the theater to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it yeah. pops up in my uh, end of the year episode. Best and worst movies. It might. Who knows? Might be my favorite movie of the year. It, it, prob- you, you, you know what? <laughs> maybe. Just maybe. It's maybe. a possibility. Here's one that I want to talk about. It's called For Me to You, which yeah. is also... I say yeah, like I've seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is an acknowledgement. <laughs> Which is also, Netflix made it into a, a live action show this year. And I didn't realize that. That's probably the one I would have watched. Actually, I take that back. It was a series, so there was more runtime. That was a higher runtime. So this is the one I definitely want to watch the movie from 2010. Um, I'll, I'll let you know the premise. Okay. So there's this high school, right? So it's a romance kind of thing. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... The girl is lo- looks like the the girl from the ring, you know, like that crawls out of the well and whatnot. Heavens, yeah, <laughs> because she has long hair and it kind of goes over her face a bit, and she has bad posture. So everyone makes fun of her. Oh, this is in the show. This is this is the this is the, yeah the the show the, the manga the movie. Your observation. No, this okay. is this is what the premise of this is. Okay, right. So everyone makes fun of her and nicknames her the name and stuff, and she can't find friends because everyone's like oh you look like the person from the ring and they're always uncomfortable and i'm like easy fix uh fix your posture and i don't know if you like your hair just maybe push it out of your face done <laughs> is that what happens in the movie no oh. it takes like two hours for them to be like no it's okay we love you it's like gosh that sucked <laughs> yeah i was like it's mm. <laughs> like wow just just fix your posture Stop standing like that. E- easy. Done. Yep. So that there's that one for you. All right. Uh, real quick, I want to mention Lupin the Third. Because I actually have watched anime of Lupin the Third. I, this is a title that I've heard it, It's basically like comedic James Bond. And it opens and I'm like, not bad. And then it continues and I'm like, not bad. At no point was I like, good. And it was like, you know, Lupin the Third just without the charm of Lupin the Third. So it was pretty boring. And that's about it. The end of my thoughts. Cool. I would like to say, talk about from from today, it's my turn, the movie. Now this is the perfect example of anime comedy, right? What's funny in an anime, specifically a, a high school anime. It, not not a romance. It's, it's more of like a crazy weird high school thing um and then it's like you know that comedy that works well in anime for this 
let's do the same thing. But just none of it translates over. So the movie just, every time they make a joke, I'm like, really? That's what you got? Yeah, for two hours. Again, these movies are too long. <laughs> oh. We probably should have watched some of these together. <laughs> should have watched uh, Fist of the North Star with you. I'm sorry. But yeah. Is it time? Hold up. I'm going to talk about the most <laughs> more mid ones real quick. Just 20 second thoughts. All right. Uh, City Hunters, a movie with Jackie Chan. Um, the AIDS one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not the premise. You just, they just make joke. a lot of jokes like that. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> the movie hasn't aged well. And apparently Jackie Chan said it's one of his least favorite movies he's done. So, sweet. Uh, yeah, that ends that. Oh, Comey can't communicate. This is this is yes. a, a show, um, high school, and this is one of my favorite animes. It's so funny, it's so great. I love it. It just utilizes anime and like tropes and stuff so hilariously. It's amazing. Um, and, and what it is is Comey has social anxiety, so she can't talk to anybody, and wants a hundred friends, and then this other guy. Every everyone basically has some form of social anxiety, and they're working through it, and it's it's pretty funny sometimes, like le- like legitimately funny, not just laughing at them because they have social anxiety. It's like these are funny jokes. I'm loving it. But the the live action it was a, it was a show. I think eight episodes. It was one of the most awkward shows I've ever watched in my life, because it was basically just four people sitting in, around a table. Not that this isn't accurate, but they're just like compliment. Huh. Thanks. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, accurate, I guess, but boy, I don't like watching this. Yeah, there's there's a character that cool. everything he does is intimidating, but he he wants to be friends and wants to be friendly, but he's just too scary of a dude, so everyone's scared of him all the time, which is pretty funny in the anime. But oh, it's so weird, <laughs> the live action. Oh boy, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Because I'm on the topic of high school animes, I'll just keep this going. I think I have a bit, but I'll, I'll just talk about two more high school ones I have. Uh, first, we'll start off with My Love Story. Um, this, the premise is there's a dude and he's he's just a truck of a man. And then this other girl, and they like each other, but he he can't pick up on it because he thinks that she likes his friend. Um, I haven't watched the anime, and I don't know if I could watch 24 episodes of the on and off things and everything. But for the movie, I actually really liked it. It was really funny. Nailed the comedy. Yeah. Um, it was, again, too long. It was two hours of this. 90 minutes would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. But but there were, there was some pretty funny moments. Yep. Your line, April, is high school. Not your typical one. It's guys in like a piano competition and stuff and it's a very i have seen the anime for this one and it's very like emotionally devastating at times and it's my goodness the music everything it's it's a brilliant series but there's also 22 episodes of this and the movie tries to turn 22 episodes into basically five episodes of runtime and it's they skip so much which they have to i get but there's nothing you can skip, really. It's all very vital. So it's like, this is one that you maybe shouldn't have made into a movie. But I, I hear people being like, 
it's on like the best of all time list and i'm like no what <laughs> this one isn't good have you have you seen bleach i've been in the room while some episodes are playing oh, okay I, I would not i've so i've seen some episodes yeah i that's what i was kind of figuring i cannot watch bleach i've tried because you've seen the live action movie no like the, the show the anime and i don't know just i can't get into it which a lot of people have that problem because it's 40 percent filler but this movie is not 70% bad 70 percent filler 70 what the movie is 70 percent filler. oh no on the movie <laughs> yeah a joke. i got you i thought i was like was <laughs> am i wrong i'm sorry jeez no uh the movie again has that cosplay feel but it's not actually bad yeah <laughs> so i cool, guess man. i guess there's that <laughs> oh this is basically the last of the ones that i don't like if this is okay with you i will uh, allow it jojo's bizarre adventure diamond is unbreakable part one this is the fourth arc of jojo that they decided to make into the first movie so they had to change a lot of stuff to make it be the setup and it's really weird and the thing about Jojo is how, I guess, weird it is <laughs> and how colorful it is and everything. And it's it's crazy. It's a crazy show, but it's the goat, so that's great. But this one's like, again, is is the problem of specifically Japanese studios making this is they have all these anime characters and they have the choice of being like, do we give them hair colors or do we stick with natural hair colors? And there's no way out of this because if they go with the same hair colors, it's like, wow, that looks really bad. But if they go with the natural ones, it's like, that's kind of boring compared to the anime. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I actually bought this movie on Blu-ray too because it's the only one I could find or way I could find this movie. So now I guess I'm the proud owner of the movie. Are you a proud owner? No, I'm just, I'm an owner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let's do Ghost in the Shell. Here's another one that I have seen. Mm-hmm. Is Ghost in the Shell the the American yeah. one? Mm-hmm. American? Or, yeah, I don't even know who made it. It's Hollywood. It doesn't matter. They're uh, all bad anyway. <laughs> I I I actually kind of like Scarlett Johansson in this one. I haven't seen the original. I should because oh yeah, incredible. you absolutely should. It is. I I know that. I just, <laughs> I, I just haven't done it yet. But I will, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I like the way. I mean, this is kind of what you were talking about earlier. Love the world. Oh my gosh, they nail it. And I, I think visually, this movie is actually pretty solid. Yep. Uh, it's just perhaps a wee bit boring. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, before you speak more on that, I'm just gonna add to the visual thing is the original, and this is utilizing the mediums is the original is like it's a 90s anime and in terms of music and visual look they really capitalize on that and it looks it's just it's just the charm of a 90s anime that is just so great and it looks awesome and the world is beautiful but yet it's not as bright as this movie whereas the live action that they go we're going like full-on like cyberpunk here yeah they did in that one to what they wanted in their story. But this one, we're taking it a step further, like more like even more Blade Runner 2049 kind of thing. Yeah. And they nailed it. 
That's all I'll say. They nailed it. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sure when I watch the cartoon, I'll be like, oh, wow. <laughs> Did you just call it a cartoon? <clears throat> gonna make some people mad, Connor. Hey, they're already mad because you said that the live action was better than the anime at the beginning of the episode. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't have particularly strong feelings about it. Yeah. It, it's it's the problem. Like I said, they nailed the aesthetic, but they kind of failed the narrative. Yeah. Is the, the original is very psychological in its story and everything. And even the ending. I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want to spoil the anime. But it, it ends on a very different place where she's kind of thinking this way. And then that fight with the, the spider tank thing happens. Which then leads into her being made into something else and all that stuff. I'm not saying what exactly happens specifically. But it's a very different ending. Mm-hmm. And for very theological reasons of why this is because of scriptures like bible biblical scriptures that they brought up in the movie through dialogue and stuff uh and then the live action it ends on the first scene of the anime and it's like wait what she's like on the roof in that suit and then like jumps off and then disappears and i was like why is that the ending <laughs> well that's so weird yeah but it looked cool didn't it <laughs> yeah just would look cool at the beginning of the movie where it belonged yeah, and and they changed the antagonist to, which was really creepy in the original, to be kind of pathetic in this one. More of that cowboy bebop thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna talk about the whitewashing too much because I wasn't angry about it, but it is a lot of people are mad because she they're like, she was a Japanese person that they put into the robo body of. A white person. I was upset about it. I didn't care. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. It was like, this movie's not amazing anyway, so I'm, <laughs> you're wasting your breath. But yeah, it's... It's a... You know what I'll say about it? It's like a great movie that Best Buy would put on their 4K TV. You know, it's it's quiet. You're not hearing anything, right? But you're just watching it. Like, they're like, look at all the colors. Look at all this. Yeah. yeah. That's what kind of movie it is. Other than that, yeah. The raindrops in the water. <laughs> yeah. I believe you have a few more that were good that you've seen. Yes. Mostly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, tell me about Blade of the Immortal. Ooh. Blade of the Immortal. All right. So this is another samurai movie. And it opens. And I'm like, this is going to be black and white. Because this is amazing. And then there's a scene where it's like him versus like 50 dudes. And he's just slaying them in black and white and i'm like this looks amazing and then that fades to color and i was like oh okay well that's sad <laughs> but it was still a really good movie and definitely a, a much better adaptation or much better than other adaptations mm-hmm. i don't know i can't speak specifically on how they adapt the story because i haven't read the manga of this or watched the anime although i do want to watch the anime because it's kenjo Otsuda and his voice is the morgan freeman of anime so it's beautiful but yeah it it did get me thinking though that I'm like, Steins Gate is a very, it's a time travel show, very grounded in reality. I'm like, that would make a great live action. But now I'm actually thinking, and it would just leave it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I'm like, what would make a good live action based on this movie is, and I'm going to say that it's 
this probably would suck because they can't even make a good anime adaptation of the manga. But Berserk, I don't know if you've heard of Berserk, but Berserk the is like sounds familiar. the you know the big sword thing, you know Final Fantasy, the big mm-hmm. sword. Yeah, that's Berserk, right? Berserk was like that's what made the big sword, and it's more influential for other reasons than big sword. But that's like it created that thing and everything. Yeah. So, um, but if it was in black and white, I think that would be amazing if they did it well. But they probably won't, so I'm just going to shut up and say, you know what, just leave Berserk alone. Yeah. But Blade of the Immortal is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. What else you got? Let's talk about Bunny Drop. This is one that's like... It's the craziest title. <laughs> yeah. It's not, but... It, it, this is the movie that's like... Of, of the mangas, it's like, yeah, that's one that you could very easily adapt into live action. This is a dude. There's a, there's a main character, right? The guy. And then his grandpa had, like, an illegitimate child with this person who doesn't want the child. And then his grandpa died, leaving this little kid alone. And the dude's basically like, I'll take you in. And it's basically just a sweet movie. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Especially after the other movies that I watched right before it. Uh, which I might as well move on to. 20th right Century now. Boys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, these movies are about a group of friends. And then when they're older... They've kind of moved on. Some They mostly don't remember their friends until like later on in the story anyway. But someone's created a cult and is trying to take over the world and basically become a god in the minds of the people. And there's three of them. And they're not bad. I did fall asleep in every single one of them. For I was watching them very late, so that's why. But uh, they're perhaps a little boring at times. I'd say the best way to describe it is they're like 7 out of 10 movies with 10 out of 10 scenes. Because nice. every now and then you're like, holy crap. Like the second one, like the last like 30 minutes, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Why wasn't this the whole time? I never hated it, but like this is incredible. Yeah. And then the last one was pretty good. And these ones are especially good because the manga that they're adapted from are, is very grounded in reality, like dialogue-wise. Like, nothing they say is crazy, like, made-up shonen words and stuff. It's, like, pretty normal talk. I say normal because there also is a robot from Incredibles carrying a nuclear bomb in the third one. But, like, relatively grounded reality. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to briefly mention Space Battleship Yamato. This is like Halo meets Star Trek meets Interstellar and meets Attack of the Clones screen screen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like the, they go to another planet, like their mission or whatever, and they finally reach the planet for like oh, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes left in the movie. And they go to that planet. And it's like, whoa, this is incredibly bad green screen. But the movie I was actually fairly decent, like a very enjoyable watch. So that was that was the nice change of pace from most of the garbage that I've seen. That's cool, man. You you were darn right, it's cool. I think that this is the last movie I have to talk about on this list. Uh is Gintama. This was my favorite until I watched Duroni Kenshin and then Old Boy. So then I was like, dang it, you have to move down. Yeah. But like I said, that one movie from today it's my turn or whatever is anime, comedy, humor done terribly in live action this one is like done perfectly this is like one of the funniest movies i've ever watched and they have lots of 
it almost feels like a parody kind of hmm. and that's kind of the style it is like for example the main character goes to this guy who has like a warehouse and he's like dude i need i need like gear to fight the bad guy like what are you gonna give me he's like oh i got this and this from a very anime and then he gives him the devil fruit from one piece and puts like the straw hat on him and they're talking he's like yo i'm gonna become the king of the pirates i don't really want to do that but i guess we could and he's like you idiot i'm just joking and it's like i don't know why but that was so funny to me and then later he he's like all right no i actually got gear for you and then it's the like the glider from nausicaa that, yeah. that comes in and he's like oh my gosh no way and then he gets on it and he's like He's like, see you later, and then not, and then it like bleeps the thing. Is like, are we allowed to say that, like legally, like the Spider Verse <laughs> yeah. thing? And I'm like, that was amazing, hilarious. I loved it so much. Beautiful. Yeah, it was a joy to watch. And there's a second one, but I haven't seen it. But I you might, will. maybe. I'm also really scared too because most comedy sequels suck. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. But yeah, that's the end of my list. All right, I have two more. Now, as we cross this bridge, we enter the territory of very angry folk because there is a branch of, of anime and a branch of manga <laughs> called OEL. Okay. Which stands for Original English Language. Okay. Uh, now, for for some people, happy to include it. You know, broaden... broaden the catalog of of both of those other people and these people are typically very very vocal and very loud freaking hate <laughs> that this is even considered a possibility of entering so what i what i am presenting to you is that i will present a movie they're both movies <laughs> a movie based on an anime a wheel anime that i've seen and a movie based on an OEL manga that I have read. The movie is The Last Airbender. Right. Which you knew was coming up. Yeah. It's also on like every list of bad anime adaptations. That's not true. <clears throat> the other one, based on the manga that I've read. I'm so scared. Are you ready? No. It's Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Oh my gosh. Are you... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> No. So here's what I'm presenting to you is both of those to save your torture, we will only discuss one. Avatar. You mean the last airbender? Yep. Cause Scott Pilgrim versus the, that's no. That even if it was a better adaptation of manga to screen. Mm-hmm. It's also probably the best adaptation of anything we discussed. Although I haven't seen anything that you talked about, so maybe not. But it is a great update. Anyway, The Last Airbender. Uh, I actually recommend that everyone watch The Last Airbender so that you have a very firm foundation as to what a bad movie is. You know, that's mm-hmm. like your your zero setting. Mm-hmm. You know? And then any movie you watch, you can be like, okay, this other movie was not bad. But we'll give it like a two because it's two points higher than the last Airbender. Yeah, you want to talk about whitewashing the entire movie? Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> uh, Dev Patel, who's not white, <laughs> but is also in this movie, hated working on this movie so much that he's actually said that he won't work on a superhero franchise or Star Wars 
because his experience working with green screen was so terrible on the last airbender he was zuko Mm. uh that he never wants to do it again and this movie came out over 10 years ago this movie sucked it's really bad especially because i was like i'm done watching these movies i no there's one more that was in the back of my mind it was like 11 o'clock it was like last airbender i'm like i'm recording tomorrow (laughs) so i was up to like one watching this stupid movie gosh it was brutal the show is incredible I don't doubt it. It's the seventh highest ranked TV show of all time mm-hmm. on IMDb. It's it, it, visually, it's incredible. The voice actions go a ton of fun, but also they know how to slow down for like really serious moments. And like the power of Satan was involved here to just completely misunderstand everything. <laughs> this movie sucks to I... the point where they don't even say the names right in all the, the show. He's Ang. That's his name. Hi, I'm Ang. In the movie, hello everyone, I'm Ong. They did that with not just Ong, but like the avatars. I'm like, the avatar. weird. Appa? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Appa. stop it. It's Appa. <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't watched. I haven't watched the show, and even I'm like, this is this this sucks. I thought I was it was like, going to be more of an enjoyable bad, but from the first scene, no. I'm like, oh no, this <laughs> just sucks. <laughs> and there's a there's a big scene that like, like a lot of people have pointed to. It's when they're doing a fight in the Earth Village, and they're using like their their powers, and visually it's so blah. The camera's just like slowly panning, and it just keeps, it doesn't follow any of the action. Like a lot of stuff happens like off screen. The VFX aren't even that great, and no one like it. It looks the performances, especially in the action scenes, look like they're training. For the shot. You know, it's like, hey, yeah. let's, let's you know, move this way. It doesn't look like they're trying to perform at all, and they aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just bad. It's really bad. Yeah. the They butchered the tattoo-looking thing <laughs> on his head. I'm like, what the heck is that? That's disgusting. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Oh, my goodness, the acting. Whew. Yeah, it's like oh. it's like one of the it worst opens, movies ever. And, and the, the the girls using the water, and then drops the guy's like, "Can you not do the army?" Like, I get wet every time you do that. I'm like, "That's that's the delivery you went with." Let me just double check this, like that, to open the movie. Also, can we just talk about the fact that just any of the elements really, like the the bending of the elements, looks so bad. I'm like, whoa, that's disgusting. Yeah. Okay, I just double checked to make sure that I was correct. The actress who plays Katara, the female lead, uh, plays Mark Wahlberg's daughter in Transformers 4. And, <laughs> man, if you thought she couldn't do worse than that movie... You were wrong. You gotta watch The Last Airbender. <laughs> oof. Just oof. Also, wow. here's... Like, and you know what? I, I'm open to changes. Changing things, you know, between adaptations. Uh... But but in the in the last Airbender of the movie, the Fire Clan can't make fire. They mm-hmm. have to carry torches with them everywhere. Yeah, that is not in the show. They just make it out of thin air. Yeah. There's a there's a a subplot like quite a ways in where someone his powers aren't working and he has to kind of refigure out how to do it. And that's that's a very cool episode. But at no point are they ever like, 
we need to bring fire with us so that we can use it. They just make it. Yeah. I don't know why they changed that in the show because it kind of doesn't work. That's true. It's just it's the whole movie. movie doesn't work. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And it's crazy that. Oh, I will say this. Yep. The soundtrack is also really bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's brutal. Bonkers that the guy who directed this has actually made like like very good movies. I don't believe it. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm done. Are you? With this movie, yeah. So, that about brings us to the end of our content for this episode. Yes. So, uh, thank you for tuning in and listening. You can join us in two weeks. Next week. Next week. Not two weeks, sorry. Because it's, uh, yeah. You can join us next week for uh, the Equalizer episode. Uh, we'll be also talking about the third one. I believe. Yeah. Yep. And it's that a comes real, out. Real banger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing. You can follow us on Letterbox, which the links will be in the description below. Classic. Uh, and I also have, or also the other podcast, my pod, uh, my other podcast, the Toku Talk Radio, will be linked somewhere as well. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> good to know. And Connor, why don't you hear this with a send off? All right. Uh. Do I feel a little ripped off that we didn't talk about Scott Pilgrim? Maybe. So my send-off is this. Uh, once we were vegan, and now we will be gone. Hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at PodScreenTime to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at PodScreenTime, to see when our episodes drop and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you? You can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shin Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists. They really are a blast. Links to all these things are in the description of this episode, so head there to find those and stay connected with us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.